0: Welcome to Behind the Law with Dennis Vetrano, where you'll receive the support, the motivation, and the inspiration to be your best self each and every day. And now, here's your host, Dennis Vetrano. Joe Daly back with Behind the Law with Dennis Vetrano. Welcome back, Dennis.
1: Good to hear from you, Joe. And here we are
0: again. I'm in the studio at the radio station. Dennis is in his office, and we've been talking about how much things have changed since the beginning of the entire coronavirus situation. It's, It's been Frightening for many people, rightly so. There's so much to learn, though, from what we're going through.
1: Yeah, there, I think there's a whole lot to learn. And I, and I think, um, you know, we're watching our circumstance evolve. So, you know, the starting point, as I said in one, one of our earlier episodes, is, you know, look starting episode is, uh, you know, some level of uncertainty and uh, coupled with some level of denial. But, you know, the court system has been changing. I mean, literally every, every three, four, five, six, seven days, we're getting a new set of administrative orders um, from the court system, you know, basically guiding us as to how our new, you know, what our new norms for, for the practice of law will be. And again, we do family law, which is family court, and we do divorce, which is Supreme Court. Um, but now they're kind of commingling the two courts, forgive the expression. So what we started out with was, we're handling all emergencies. So if you have an emergency application to change child support, you lost your job, what have you, or somebody's not paying child support, okay, we'll handle that emergency. Emergency application for custody, because due to the COVID, one of the parents is either you know, unfairly withholding the children or, or trying to protect their safety, whatever the argument may be, we'll hear that emergency. Or any emergency that has to do with COVID, we'll hear that. And of course orders of protection. When you have situations of domestic violence, the court was still entertaining those, literally in court. So you'd go to court and they'd and they'd hear those and um you know, they had a completely different protocol as to how you handle. You wouldn't have a like a, a a proverbial cattle call of everybody waiting in the courtroom. You know, to be called, have their case called. A limited staff. Um, a lot of protective measures were put in place, and then that evolved to. Although the rules were emergency cases, a lot of times they weren't. They weren't really willing to hear anything but orders of protection. Which again, that is the absolute most important. Biggest emergency that the courts will, will have to deal with no matter what. But now what we've seen most recently is it's kind of like, you know, and, I, and I've explained that this pandemic in some ways is going to be somewhat of, I see it as more of like an elastic band. You know, you're, you're stretching it back and back and back and turning off the economy and, and, and slowing down and tempering down things that you're going to do. And then I think it will swiftly move back. It'll take some time, but, but relatively swiftly. Um, And in this circumstance, what we're seeing with the court system is now they're telling us, okay, scrap those rules to a certain degree, that they mainly stay in place, but but here's how we're changing it. The way we're changing it is all of the current pending cases, now they're going to start picking cases to have conferences on and start hearing them. But we're not doing it in person. We're using Skype for Business. So now lawyers, and presumably parties, will be able to appear for court appearances virtually, which, to me, is an amazing development, okay? Not only is it the new norm for now, so now we're getting closer to back to proverbial business as usual in terms of handling cases, in that the cases that are pending, they're going to start hearing them again, okay? Um, and then if you have a particular case that really needs to be heard, they'll, you can make an application and they'll entertain actually putting it on for a virtual court appearance, which is great. I, I, think, I think that's where we should be. Um, I, 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 I totally get the protective measures we want to take. We've flattened the curve in New York State. There's no question about that, but we want that, continued, we want that flattened curve to continue downward. And I get that. So you want to take those protective measures. But there is absolutely no reason why we cannot be doing everything virtually. Everything. Okay? You want to buy a car? You know, which, to, which I did and one of my friends recently did? You can do it all virtually. You don't need to actually go into the dealer and shake hands and sit right next to somebody. They can send you all the documents virtually. You can do a virtual test drive. You you'll do a curbside pickup with masks and the sanitizer and everything. It can all be done. So with the court system, the biggest thing I'm happy about is the courts have always been loath to adjourn things. The courts have always been loath to allow to um, permit people to appear via phone if there's a court appearance. So think about daily life. Let's, let's say, for example, you have a divorce case. Okay, our law firm is extremely busy, maybe one of the, most, one of the busiest law firms anywhere within an hour of us, okay? Um, we do tremendous high volume. We're, we're large in size in terms of just handling one area of law, okay? So maybe we have two, 250, 300 cases going at any given time. So our, as you can imagine, our calendars are tight. So now you have another law firm, let's say on the other side, who's also equally busy or nearly as busy, They've got court appearances. Now you've got the wife as a banker, and um, the husband runs his own business. And just a, just a, this is just an example off the top of my head. All four of these schedules, you have to try to jibe with the court schedule, who has thousands of cases on their docket for any given court appearance. So, wouldn't it be easier to start allowing people, permitting people, once all this is over and done? You want to appear via Skype via business or you want to appear for your court appearance via Skype business? Sure. You want to appear for your court appearance via Zoom? Sure. What does that do? What does that do? That gives both the litigants more time to tend to their kids, tend to their household, you know, um, work, which, is, which in, for many people is the most important thing. It accommodates the court schedule and both attorneys schedule better. And guess what? The single biggest cost for any client, in any case ever, are court appearances. Whether you're in the process now or whether you've been through it, you know that when you review your bill from your lawyer, they charge you for travel to court. You're paying the lawyer rate, which is, again, this is, there's nothing unfair or inappropriate about this. This is customary. But you're paying a lawyer to travel in the car to court, and then you're paying a lawyer to wait in court until their case is called. Why the heck... Couldn't you have your lawyer appear, just like I am right now, I'm videotaping myself now, via Skype business? Zoom. So think of it. I leave for court at 8.30 to get there at 9. I wait from 9 till 10 for them to call my case. I'm in the courtroom for from 10 to 10.30, let's say, and that's, and that's generous. And then a half an hour back, you get charged as a client for all of that time, okay, and that's fair and appropriate under our general standards. It's what's done, it's customary. But wouldn't it be much more efficient from a time and um, expense and judicial economy for people to be permitted more frequently to appear via phone or appear via Skype or appear via Zoom? We have the technology. It is not hard to do. That saves the court time, that's, that's probably, you would require less staff at the courthouse. Um, the clients would pay their lawyers less. The lawyers could handle more cases more efficiently. So, um, so listen, this is the new norm right now, Joe, I have to tell you. And um, what I'm hoping is that this new norm becomes more acceptable moving forward. It, it just, it's just crazy to me because, again, I'm all about efficiency for my clients. We get paid for our time. Well, don't get me wrong because we're very good at what we do. But I don't want to charge anything, not one penny more than I have to. I really don't. I mean, we have plenty of cases. But anytime we're spending time on something, you necessarily have to charge for it because we have to pay bills, too. You
0: know, I think everybody's been getting used to this technology in so many different ways during this pandemic. And I think when this is over, it will not only be not strange anymore, it will be embraced.
1: You know, I... I'm concerned about the practice of law because we as lawyers and judges and as, and as the organizations that control um, the practice of law in New York State, we're dinosaurs. We don't like to adjust. We like to do what our grandfather did, do what our great-grandfather did, do what our great-great-grandfather did. You know, and and we, we need to evolve. Um, we need to see that, you know, I mean really. I mean people that I'm in it. I'm in it every day. I can tell you, I can give you a laundry list right now of how we can improve the practice of law. Unequivocally without question. Across the board. Whereas I'm not so sure that the people that are in control of the whole organization really are familiar enough with that, because they don't practice every day. Um, But I'm sure you hear that in pretty much any other profession. But I'm hopeful that with this sort of circumstance now, now is the time to, to have a light bulb. Now is the time for, in the practice of law, it's an epiphany, okay? The epiphany should be, wow, think about all that waste Insisting that people appear in person all the time for court appearances uh, think about how much waste, how much we could save by taking a page from the technology industry, take a page from Silicon Valley. You know, use the Zoom, use the Skype for business. Um, just my thought. I just, you know, if you're looking for ways to be more efficient in the practice of law, it's certainly the way to do it.
0: There you go. Good stuff this morning, Dennis. Thank you. As always, I think we've all uh, got a good feeling for what can become of this in all of our different areas of work, all of our different industries and the communications business that I am in. We can all embrace this technology and move forward and not only uh, save a lot of time, save a lot of money, but make life easier for everybody involved. Uh, Good point this morning, Dennis. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And I think, like I said, I mean, the, the last point I'll leave you with is, you know, look, Before the pandemic, if I wanted to appear, if I wanted to, say, adjourn a court appearance, it would require, because there was some scheduling conflict, it would require several letters. Some courts require you have to use their specific form. You can't just send a letter requesting it, and then you wait for days for them to respond to you, and then you have to get consent from everybody. I mean, you know, and then if you want to appear via phone... You have to get specific written permission from the court. All that red tape, couldn't you just say, yeah, okay, perfect. We're going to appear via Zoom, okay? Everybody has the link. We're going to send out, and and it's as simple as this. The way we do it with our office meeting is we put a link in the calendar, okay? You go into our calendar. You click the link. As soon as you click the link, it says, do you want to become part of the meeting? Click that. Your camera on your computer automatically puts you up on the screen and you see, you know, however many people are there, two, four, six. And, uh, you know, the capabilities of Zoom are are, are pretty impressive. Um, so, look, I mean, I, I think, you know, what can you learn? What can you learn from this process? And I think um, I think the practice of law has a lot to learn, and I'm hopeful that I want us to get back to full, you know, capabilities of handling cases day-to-day, minute-to-minute, hour-to-hour, you know, week-to-week. But, um, but we can utilize this technology to make sure everybody's kept safe as well. And listen, it's not just safety. It is the E-word. It is efficiency. Mm, okay? There you go. Being yeah. cost-effective. And I, and I think clients want that. The legal profession should want it. And, and hopefully that's the direction we're moving in.
0: If you're in the technology business, you're in good shape. If you're in the red tape yeah. business, not so much.
1: <laughs> and and listen, we got to put the people in the red tape business out of business, there right? There you go. You heard it here.
0: <laughs> Dennis, so, always good to have you with us. This is always fun, always educational. It's just a good time to spend. If you need Dennis and his services, please, by all means, best thing to do is visit his website.
1: Yes, And There's a lot of stuff out on social media. We have YouTube spots out there and, and Facebook and Instagram. So, you know, again... I'm all about the positive, so don't expect to see any, you know, everybody's going to die. The world is over. That's You're not going to see that. You're, you're going to see positivity because that's what I'm all about. Glass half full.
0: Dennis, good to have you with us. We'll do it again soon.
1: Good to talk to you, Joe. Take care.